Life's a game, the world's a stage, and we are merely role players, where theatrical people play role playing games. I'm Matt, I've been your compare for this main house production, and I'm joined now backstage by the players, the cast of that production. Hello, I'm Ellen, and I'm playing Jess Butterworth. Hi, I'm Nat, and I'm playing Gwynedd. Hi, I'm Chris, and I'm playing Calisteria Softbinding. Hi, I'm Martha, and I'm playing Harper. And we've concluded another Vigil Monster of the Week mystery. And we all know what that means. At the end of a mystery, we get to answer some questions and potentially get some free extra XP to level up our characters with. Yeah, free stuff. (laughs) Admin gained XP is the best kind of XP. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say it's XP you don't have to work for, but in reality it's XP that you already did the work for. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. We've earned sure, sure, this. Sure. sure. <laughs> um, so, Marta, this is going to be your first time doing this. Yes. Question number one. Did we conclude the current mystery? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'd say so. We we rescued everyone or everyone sort was there. Sort of everyone about, so. and <laughs> got yeah. the train back where it should be. Did we Did we kill the baddies? I feel like we killed I some mean, of the baddies. Just because we didn't, just because we found other mysteries to solve afterwards, doesn't mean that we didn't solve the mystery yep. that we were set out with at the start. True, yeah. true, true. Which like is logic. What, yeah, which is what is the train thing? Where is, uh, <laughs> where, where is it going? And why is Kit interested? Right. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Current yeah. mystery is the endless night summoned the ghost train and got themselves lost in another dimension, and you rescued and them from that. And also found siblings galore, uh-huh. yeah. which were like an ongoing mystery. <laughs> so not only did we finish one, but we kind of started closing the door we on finished other the mystery. Older we, yeah, it was a, mysteries. a previous mystery. Brilliant. Okay, so that's definitely one yes. To did we conclude the current mystery? Um, second, did we save someone from certain death or worse? Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah absolutely. Lots of them. Yeah. <laughs> we should get more points for that. Multiples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots of people in danger this time. People that you didn't even know were victims before you arrived mm-hmm. in the place. <laughs> Such heroes. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> did we? I'm trying to think. We definitely saved people from worse than death. Like the endless night, we're going to be turned into like typewriter zombies, and you saved all the people who were already typewriter zombies. Did we save anybody from death? I saved Gwen. You Harper did save Gwen. Gwen. Death. Indeed. Eleventh hour. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, that's another yes. Third of four. Did we learn something new and important about the world? Absolutely. Yes. yes. <laughs> Lots of things. Uh-huh. We learned that there's a, a spectral train that takes. Uh, people to other dimensions so that was brand new information yep yep i have a ticket still standing i think for if we want to take a train ride to one of these interesting locations mm-hmm. we learned that these locations existed as well True. Like, i learned where my brother had gone yeah oh and chris's last scene this whole insight into uh, why have I forgotten this subscription box name immediately after you <laughs> The Endless Night. <laughs> the Endless Night. Um, that's how my brain is, is now programmed. It's like you tell me about subscription boxes and my brain goes like, nope, no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> how they seem to be trying to remove the weird from the world or do something about people experiencing that less, which at least for Harper sounds very interesting. I would like to know more, please. Thank you. Well, from from that, I got that the 
Um, it's not necessarily the endless night. It's the people that captured the endless night, right? It was the the, the oh. busybody and the inductor and all of that group were the ones that were maybe creating the omissions effect in the first place. Is mm. what I my true, my true, brain true. has gone to. I don't know if that's right or not. I I I'm glad that that came through because we didn't say it explicitly at any point. It's all implication and imagery and stuff. But mm. I'm comfortable saying backstage, yeah, you nailed it. That's what's Connecting happening there. Nice. Oh my gosh. Oh, Nat. Still some, still some elements of the exact mechanics of it to come out probably. But mm. yeah, that's mm. you've discovered the source of why people forget weird things. But that leaves us with the question of, we went in and it was it was set up as like these people are bad they are doing bad things they're capturing people and forcing them to become typewriter zombies this is bad but if what they're doing is creating the omissions effect for a lot of people in the world that is a good thing right they're not having to live with the trauma of knowing there is all sorts of demons and ghosts and horribles out there like you could argue either way, right? Arguably, yes, but you can also not fight or be prepared for something you don't know exists. So only yeah, doing is curing the, you know, the symptom rather than the disease. Yeah. I suppose yeah. they're still vulnerable to all of that. They just forget about it. Mm. it yeah. yeah, it was a very grey dimension, both in terms of morally mm. and the decor. <laughs> also, very creepy paper people. That's they can't yeah. be good. Like, no, no, sorry. Mm -hmm. Cool, cool. Well, that's definitely another yes. Uh, and then fourth, let's see if we can make a clean sweep. Did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters? Learned my sisters were alive and where yeah. they were. Mm -hmm. Not directly about Gwyn. Same. Like, I know where my brother's been, but it's not me. Do we count Kit as one of the hunters? Ooh, okay. Yeah. I don't know, do we? Group. So I guess with with Kit, we found out like his motivations as well mm. in terms of like why he's connected, sorry, their motivations of why they're connected to Jess, which is, is about Jess, right? Yeah, I'd mm. say so. By proxy. Mm. Affects me. And um, the characters, I, I'm not sure about the players, but I'm pretty sure the characters found out about Kit being able to control Jess. Mm. completely mm. at that yeah. moment i think when you like you probably mentioned this in character creation but i don't think the characters yeah. knew up until that point i think as a player and as players we knew but i don't think i don't think even jess was totally aware that kit could or would do that mm. Mm. um so that's a that's a new thing <laughs> yeah would is a the would yeah, part is an interesting yeah. part of it Mm -hmm. uh, this is a bit of, of a cheat as well, but me as a player, since it was the first time <laughs> playing Harper, I was finding out what I could and couldn't do, what Sombra could and couldn't do. Yeah. Literally, as we went along, I was like, Matt, can I do this? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, certainly with, with regards to Kit, I was sort of, you know, had the impression that maybe he could sort of take over Jess, but, you know, at, at, on her own terms, you know, to help her do something, mm. you know, but to fulfill his own agenda, that was a surprise. But. Mm. I mean, I think we have we have all found out things about the hunters because you know the uh, we're all sort of all our characters are products of their relationships to everyone else. So and we Aww. found out a lot about relationships uh, yeah. today. That is true. Yeah, true, true. Well, I'm going to make that uh, a clean four four yeses out of four. Nice. Which means that everybody gets to mark two XP. Yes. Sweet. So. Uh, Nat, you got an advanced mid-session, 
Yes. You want to just remind us what you took? Yeah, I took uh, a, an extra bonus to tough. So Gwyn is now three tough uh, and one everything else apart from charm when she's zero. <laughs> That's good. No negatives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and that, that extra two doesn't uh, bump you again, yeah, does I'm, it? I'm once again sort of slightly off kilter, so I will level up mid next time Gwyn appears if I roll terribly again, which, you know, it's me, so it's bound to happen. Uh, and reminders, did anybody else level up in the session and has anybody else leveled up now? Uh, I've leveled up now. Nice. I think. Same. Cool. Uh, do any of you have uh, ideas of what advance you might have your eye on? Yes. I've been doing a look through, stealing other people's moves. Wait. Um, <laughs> basically, because I, I suddenly realized during, halfway through the last this session that um, I, I have no fighty. I'm not very fighty. Like so, when anything goes down, and they're like, "I'm just um, I can manipulate you from afar." So I was like looking through, like I want something that's a little bit more, so I can get in the action a bit. But it has to feel like Jess. I mean, Jess, she's not going to suddenly come in guns blazing. So I'm going to steal um, from the flake. I'm going to take sneaky. Ooh. Which is when you attack from an ambush or from behind, uh, you inflict two harm. Sweet. So I thought that might be up Jess and Kit's street a little bit, <laughs> and I might be able to get involved in more of the violence. Yeah. <laughs> so that's me. So I leveled up um, just at the end there where we were doing the uh, admin. Uh, so I think um, Cow is going to take uh, plus one weird Ooh. because uh, that was sort of quite quite a magic heavy adventure for it Cal, was. Sort of certainly more than last time. Um, so I think you know the most logical thing is he's learned a little bit more about how to do magic in a in a way that doesn't get everyone hurt. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm going to go up to a total of plus two weird. Nice. Yeah, I just realised I do not get the option to uh, get more tough so that's <laughs> interesting <laughs> i will never be tough i've the, the stat advancements are playbook specific in monster of the week so some yep. people don't get yep. the same options as others that's okay i'll always be a little weakling it's all right <laughs> um <laughs> so, other strengths. yeah that's true i think uh, i've always struggled between maxing out things and trying to be a balanced character i'm like uh, Screw it. Um, I'll just take another one in sharp and reach my max of plus three in Amazing. Super investigator. Hmm. Look, we need some smart people. Right? <laughs> yeah. You're stuck with me. Good luck. Ah, <laughs> oh, brilliant. Okay. I think that's all of the paperwork. So uh, we can transition from that into just how's everybody feeling from the session? Uh, anybody got any burning questions or or anything that you just want to like vent about? Can I just to finish off the admin, Matt? Can I untick all of the harm boxes on Gwynedd's sheet? Is you that allowed? certainly can? Yes. <laughs> Everybody, wipe out all of your harm. By the time your characters come back, you will have plenty of you will have had plenty of time to recover from all of that. No longer dying. That's nice. Oh, very hearty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, ouch. Ouch, 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 ouch. That can lead into, I think that's the closest, that's the first time anybody in Vigil has maxed out their harm. Mm-hmm. Yay. It's the closest anybody's <laughs> come to death. Yay, get a medal. I mean, I mean let, let's face it, though. There's Out, out of the, the hunters that we have, 
there's definitely some of us that are more uh, inclined to throwing ourselves under the bus to help other people than others or just going a bit <laughs> reckless. Uh, Gwen is definitely one of them. So um, am I that surprised? No. Yeah. All of yeah. that harm came from extremely characterful moments of jumping in front of blades and knives and paper cuts for other people. Paper cuts? Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, the paper cuts. <laughs> Slow-mo dive. No. <laughs> no, it was very dramatic. I just love that. <laughs> Which, can I say, by the way, Matt, an excellent monster. Mm-hmm. Like, descriptions. Yeah. Oh, Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. there was an excellent sense of peril in that adventure. I mean, you know, not that uh, the previous one Cal was in didn't feel perilous or anything, but there was a real sort of real nervous tension about that. I mean, maybe that's just, you know, for me playing Cal, because Cal's quite squishy and we were sort of uh, wandering into some different unknown realms. So I didn't feel super prepared, but yeah, I was sort of on the edge of a seat for that. That was uh, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I was terrified. I was like, it's it's going to be my first session and I am going to die. <laughs> no, no question about it. We're so screwed. Yeah. <laughs> we vary in tone in this show. Like we, we do yeah. a bit of we do some silly and but then when when we want to hit the horror, we can hit the horror. And I think we had we had the combination of like powerful enemies from multiple angles, like Milton hitting the psychic and the busybody bearing down on you down the corridor and also the feeling of not being on your home territory right being kind Mm. of in the belly of the beast and at the same time trying to rescue helpless people as well like their competing Mm. priorities Mm. i think you know i can see that it felt like lots happening at once and not sure what to do there was like a proper moment towards the end of feeling like we were all standing in the creepy corridors looking at each other in total panic like are we actually are we gonna can we do this can we actually save anybody i think there was a a a sense as well of a slight hint of of sort of the metagame brain concerned about time as well because we i think Mm. by that point we were already running sort of a little bit late and we were like there's so much to do and none of us want to stop but my god is this going to go on uh if we do everything yeah, um, it was a long old session. It's it's not the first time we've had that sort of situation where it's like we have to step back from the table for a second and go, okay, there's a million things that we all would love to do uh, to like completely wrap up this story, but which ones shall we concentrate on so that we're not here all night? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did feel that. I think for Harper as the information seeker, it was there were moments of like. Not, I'm not, I don't know if frustration is the right word, but like having to choose between action and just sort of thinking things through and finding out what was going on and getting information. And then, you know, you, 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 I think the situation obviously pushed us to a point where it's like, okay, we need to either get out now, alive-ish, or potentially we're all going to die and uh, there's going to be a massive failure and what do we do? Um, and so it was really, as a character at least, it was a really interesting position to be in as someone who was also kind of discovering how things will, would work in the world and for the character. Because I know with Sombra and stuff, it's like, yeah, we, we, we figured out what that was in session. Sort of like, does she protect Harper? How does that work? How do we attack? How do we do things? How, mm-hmm. how, how do we do? <laughs> um, but I think it was, it was really, yeah, I think, um, as Chris said, the sense of like doom and peril and tension grew 
exponentially as the thing went along. And I think having that time limit as well <laughs> made it even more stressful. Mm-hmm. But I think we, it, it, I don't know. I think everyone came with really came up with really um, interesting sort of solutions to the problems. I was going to say like huge applause to all of you for like in that situation where there's like you know you've got a monster bounding at you from one direction and the actual big bad through the windows in the other direction and people to save and each other to deal with and mysteries to solve that it felt like each of you went like made that characterful decision quite it's what seemed to me quite quickly and easily about like what your character's priority was going to be like it it seemed very decisive what you were all like what role you all decided to take in that big climax that's great high fives everyone (laughs) 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 no i mean i i know we've not technically opened up to to stars and wishes yet matt am i allowed to take control and say one of one of my stars was uh it was just sort of running after all of the 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 crackers stuff about learning about your brother and kit being such a threat and everything still being able to at the end like running in and uh staring down the they had the what the what was the name the inductor of milton being all all spooky and and, and but still like focusing on okay well i can i can persuade people that's what i can do i can get the the people to uh, to wake up that's what i'm going to do uh, and using the dooms mantras i thought was really clever like switching it back around on them thank you this is one of my stars i can't yes, find but i can manipulate <laughs> <laughs> we got to do what we got to do you know exactly yeah we had technically one fighter in that episode yeah, yep. and that's yeah. why you nearly died. When, yep. <laughs> like, <laughs> Actually, no. I would have, I would have got out, and I was, I was totally on board with the. Okay, well, we'll get who we can get out, and we'll come back for the rest of them later. The ones that were in the room with was it Clarissa? Was the so Clarissa was yeah in the room with the rest of the with yeah. the typing pool as the a whole, and then Milton in the room with the endless night. I was all on board with the plan of get the ones that are being inducted now out and then reconvene and come back later to deal with the rest. And then Matt was like, oh, yeah, as you look down, you see <laughs> that that's been disrupted and some of your sisters are there. I was like, oh, no, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. No I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Gwyn cannot not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. G- DM has figured out weakness. <laughs> I definitely have to um, say a star for uh, Gwyneth diving through the window to kick some ass at the end. That was absolutely. A, that was a, definitely a high point. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. We need some episode art for that moment. Hell yeah! Yeah. <laughs> if we if we're doing stars for like uh, kick ass moments as well, um, Cal sticking um, Milton with the sword, especially as mm. a callback to the fact that. We had this comedy moment earlier where he's trying to point <laughs> at Kit and point, and that Chris, you spe- ma- specifically made the point that he misses and like is pointing somewhere completely different, and then that you perfectly skewer Milton with the sword at the mm-hmm. moment that it matters was a, just a beautiful moment to me. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yes, that was a bit of improvisation, <laughs> both in terms of player and the character, but uh, I think we got there. <laughs> That's why we. That's why we tell stories this way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah those those yes. moments that emerge that we don't expect. Vindication. 
Um, I'd like to give a start to Marta, actually, for like, mm. I was so impressed for your first session, how how fleshed out your character, like how well you knew her and how like, no, I can't say balls out, can I? <laughs> <laughs> you say what you like, this ain't the BBC. Cool. <laughs> like, you just went in full throttle and committed and it was just really amazing, very impressive and I really enjoyed Thank you. But also I appreciated yeah. like the um the fact that coming into this obviously th- this was what number 5 6 6. Six number mm. 6 but you've also like she's done the homework, right? You know, yeah. you you like absorbing all of the, the the stuff that's gone on before and knowing how Harper would feel about the rest of us kind of coming in straight out the gate um was really lovely and made it so much easier for us to be like ah I get who she is coming in and it doesn't feel like here's the outsider it feels like yeah of course she's here with us of mm-hmm. course she is and amazing that we got <laughs> we got two full scenes of uh Harper having to deal with the fact that people just want to pour out their weird stories to her <laughs> and so she hates it yeah. <laughs> oh my god uh just trying to get gas man <laughs> please just leave me alone <laughs> Yeah, it's got it was, one of those faces. I know. It's really also quite, it's a challenge because it is literally the opposite of me as a person. <laughs> like, I don't particularly enjoy like being told things, but I am one of those people that people talk to and I have this compulsion to listen and like be engaged, you know, be, be kind. This whole like, when I was picking it, I was like, can I actually play a character that is detached in a way that will work? in a role-playing game with other people because that balance can be a little tricky mm. and I was I was a bit I was a bit nervous about it so I'm glad that it worked out in the end that's good if we're talking about things we could have done differently mm. um uh just thinking about when Cal sort of um cast a sort of warding spell on the trade doors because um you know Matt you sort of spelled out which stations we'd be going through <laughs> uh and they all sounded fairly sort of terrifying so I thought, you know, okay, let's let's do this wards then, and uh, then I was quite surprised actually when you know I succeeded and and you let me do it. I thought, have I just sort of short circuited part of the adventure here <laughs> by sort of cutting off a load of bits? Because of course I was expecting us because we'd been told I think that the endless night had got tickets to the the last station, mm. so I was expecting to go through all the intervening ones. So. You know, so I did the ward, or Cal did the ward, and got injured uh, for his troubles. Um, so uh, I guess that was sort of Cal's comeuppance for trying to be a bit of a smart ass about it when <laughs> we didn't even make it to the the first proper station. Yes, I'm stops. sorry. I'm so, sorry for gaslighting you all about all the stations you were going to visit, and then taking you to the depot in between stations <laughs> instead. <laughs> On that subject, did anybody? suspect the ticket lady at that point at all no no <laughs> nope. no didn't that like but not not to that extent like i think if it's empty train and there's only one staff worker on there there's always a little bit sus i mean it's a ghost train of course it's going to be like she wasn't yeah. like your you know your regular granny just okay <laughs> it's a weird situation and this creature is probably odd but her being the creepy paper cutting monster that she ended up being, not at all. No, yeah, no. yeah. Like I was trying push. to be nice to her. Yeah, maybe <laughs> she was like hypnotized or under duress or a ghost, but not evil paper cut lady. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a related thing that if again if we're going into uh, what might we do differently that I've spotted in the 
uh, edit where I think it's you, Chris, did a like a read a bad situation on the platform and asked what dangers haven't we noticed yet? And in retrospect, I was like, I really should have told him about the ticket lady then because she was absolutely the most <laughs> imminent danger you hadn't noticed yet at that particular moment. Ah, uh, good point. Would have been a good moment for her to start doing her creepy, like creepy chasing <laughs> act and get you all off the train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think the way she was revealed and the way it all sort of built up was the pacing was good as it was. So, you yeah. know, maybe maybe it's actually good that you sort of... Uh, forgot that lied lied to us no no nothing to see here you're fine he says (laughs) yeah maybe maybe she wanted maybe she thought that we would not end up where we were going so she thought like rather than go through the bother of transforming and fighting these people let's just take them to wherever and because i imagine the train before they hijacked it actually perform that function and I don't know if they would want literally every single person that gets on it to end up in the typewriter's room or not or how we don't know we, mm. this is, uh, this is uh, to be to be continued to be discovered information about how all that worked but yeah maybe we were we were not um, worth it <laughs> <laughs> or or the consideration of like the these people clearly want to go and get themselves into trouble they <laughs> probably they might actually be a tough fight for me so, you know, let's mm. just leave them to it. Go let, let them go get into trouble of their own accord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Leave them alone uh, as long as they're sort of on the track I want them on. And then as soon as they divert into a different room to go and talk to Tom, that's when she comes out and starts to chase you back to- towards where she wants you. Mm. Yeah. Did it matter at all? Because I know that part of the things that we're trying to do is get information from her and Harper was cajoling her maybe she was the first person in a millennia that actually had a nice conversation with her as if she was a living creature with feelings i don't know maybe you don't know yeah yeah it's that i mean there's a whole can of worms there of like how much of a uh like a being and an inner life did she have because in my mind she is kind of um, essentially a kind of paper golem with instructions written on Mm. like paper inside her that she is Mm. following but then she clearly had enough improvisational capacity to make up all this stuff Mm. in this like heart to heart with harper yeah was she ever something before that Mm. who knows Mm. in in terms of the uh, like the other stops and and being uh misled about being able to go there i think that's it's fine in a way because it it would have taken up so much extra time that was away from the point of this adventure but also just sets up there's some wider world stuff and that's you know that's really cool and that's you know a a wishes we get to see i mean i know from now listening to the end of quarry there's potentially a a, like a link to fairyland a reason to go to fairyland and then there's inferno and the connection with graham and uh so yeah it just me it's just sort of providing a means to get to these places that would be cool to explore in the future. So I'm not that mad. It, it was a tease for this time. You know, it's uh, the illusion of choice. I give you all of these different stops and we have this whole conversation about which one you want a ticket to. And then I, I'm going to have to say it, railroad you to yeah. the, uh, uh, <laughs> to, to a, where I actually want to, uh, send you for this particular one but yeah all of those other locations are kind of 
open for future mm. It's one of those video games, now. you know, you get there too mm-hmm. early, you have your invisible wall, <laughs> you're like, no, let me through, and they'll be like, this will be open later, and you're like, <laughs> level up. There's a glitch okay. in the animus if you try and go that way. Yeah. Focus <laughs> on the mission. Yeah. You've got to do the introductory ghost train quest first, <laughs> and then you unlock fast travel. <laughs> yeah, I have to actually come up with, um, uh, behind the curtain... I don't have a huge sense of what some of those realms are actually like yet. <laughs> mm. We firmed up a reason we firmed up a little bit about the sunlit uplands in this one because Harper and Sombra kind of fixated on it that mm-hmm. I had to improvise because I hadn't really thought too much <laughs> about it other than, you know, it's, <laughs> it's named that because that's what all of the Brexiteers talk about when they're like Brexit is going to deliver us to the sunlit uplands. So it's kind of the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's sure. their realm. But that's about as far as I'd thought oh, of for it. Sounds <laughs> awful. Yeah, right. <laughs> yep. Well, this is why Sombra was interested in it, because it's all a bit like it's it sounds nice, but it's actually a bit dark and noir. Yeah. And we got to see the shadow as well, which was exciting. Yeah, yeah, yes. true. First time in the shadow world. And I was like, oh, when yeah. I took Wind there, I was like, oh, fuck, now what do I do? <laughs> Let's just keep her asleep. I don't want to deal with it right now. Yeah. Die, we can talk about it later. <laughs> See, next next time Gwyn appears, how much Matt wants her to vaguely remember through an unconscious state or not, I guess. Yeah. I, think, I think I'm going to leave that. I'm going to bat that one back into your court. I have no particular reason to want Gwyn not to know about the shadow. Yeah, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think Harper minds because if she really did, I don't, well, I mean, it was like a do or die situation. For for her, it's always, her motivation is like, I just don't have the energy to explain. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't, I'm tired. I was really hurt. And I was like, you know what? I just need some quiet time with my wall of weird. And I just think. And we can we can talk about it later. Sometimes you kind of... you just want to sit in the dark with some soft jazz, and you know that's the dimension for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> soft jazz dimension, indeed. <laughs> can that be a stop? <laughs> I think Melody would enjoy that as well. Yeah, oh yeah, this is true. And Renko with your wall of weird. Uh huh. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of people in this team that that Harper would get on with. Yeah. Mm. Whether yeah. whether they want to or not, I know. I'm <laughs> excited to see how those meetings go. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, well, I mean, one of my other stars was was Harper for saving me. Uh, so thank you for that. But the the other sort of bigger, I guess, discussion point one uh, was for Matt for turning the the kit threat from just an ominous thing to uh no no this is this is that uh, this is it right this is mm-hmm. how much of a threat they actually can be and this is how dark it can go and the, and and the tom reveal and the fact that they came like bam bam mm-hmm. at the same time ellen i hope you're okay i found it <laughs> thrilling um, i was so excited i'm shocked to my core <laughs> no great it was really great and it was wonderful to play through as jess for those moments yeah, kudos to you, Cap. The cat? I called it um, Kitten Matt. Cat. <laughs> is this our, is that our ship name? I think it is. Ooh, yes. it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm sorry it was kind of a bittersweet. Like, yes, you found your brother, but he's sort of not 
your brother anymore. Oh, we don't do happy, clappy, shiny, happy endings <laughs> here, do we? That's boring. No, I thought it was fantastic. And it leaves it leaves there's more there to be discovered and, and to talk through, to play through. I see some therapy sessions in your future. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Just lying there on the couch while uh, Kit sits there on a on a chair and steeples their fingers. <laughs> yeah, bad demon is bad. <laughs> Surprise. Right. <laughs> but no, yeah, that that I think that dynamic having coming so late so late in the game, but sort of intimating that it was, you know, it's a big deal. If that had happened to Harper with Sombra, which I think is a completely different relationship, but if mm-hmm. suddenly something that you had assumed was one way turns out to be something completely different and also a direct threat. And it almost feels like a betrayal of the trust. I don't know if there ever was a sense of trust between them, but like you used me, which I suspected, mm-hmm. but having hear you say it out loud and then taking over, like taking control over someone else and, and robbing them of any agency, that's pretty huge yeah you know and they're still there they're still around they haven't gone off Mm -hmm. anywhere so what now you know that's yeah i love that that moment was like dun 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 okay (laughs) i'm excited (laughs) but also oh my god you're having the worst day of your life i'm so sorry (laughs) do we need to put like a um if if you think you're in a codependent relationship call this number thing on the episode yeah because i mean even Despite the fact that obviously we have discussed, because it's you know it's in the it's in the um the character creation uh, episode we did, it's in the dynamics of the um playbook that I've got. Like I knew it was a possibility, and, we, and that it was probably going to happen at some point. I think we even talked about it in a stars and wishes to sort of play with what that would be. Very different to talking about from talking about it to actually it happening in play. Um, yeah, really effective because as a player, uh, you know, I have to sort of, I created this dynamic with this character with, alongside Matt. I have to just allow, like hand it over to you and be like, okay, this is what I asked for. Um, it's scary. Yeah. I mean, thank you for trusting me to like not abuse that in real life. I've, oh, obviously cool. Kit, Kit is abusing it hugely, but yeah. I think we're on a level about just having fun with it, mm-hmm. creating drama. Yeah, definitely. No, it's fantastic. It's interesting that we, I, I think we talked about after Taurus Trap that it would be interesting to see like, what is the limit? Like what is the thing that Kit could ask Jess to do that Jess would refuse? Mm. Like the, that Jess would think is too far that then Kit might decide to take Jess over. But this wasn't that. This was like Kit saw his top priority and just decided it wasn't a negotiation. He was just going to do it. Yep. So it's, I guess we still haven't actually found that point, but maybe that calculus has changed because the relationship has a bit of a different spin Mm -hmm. on it now. Yeah, I look forward to, to seeing what that's like now with between the two of them. It's uh, it, it's a testament to the way that you are both playing as well. I know, Ellen, you said like it's it's scary to hand it over, and Matt, you said thank you for for trusting me. But it is mm. that that level of trust that you both have because with a a dynamic that could involve like gaslighting and emotional abuse and some really nasty stuff, you're both negotiating it in a way that you are as real people and not the characters coming out of it and going great this is cool 
uh, we're, mm-hmm. we're both still in a happy place about this. So, um, yeah, props to you both for kind of looking after each other as well. Yeah. Oh, if I could do something different, I would uh, say Cal's name properly from the start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure Cal has been doing my notes of being things. like, you dumb dumb. Those are Marta. Yeah, we can play it off as Harper being, you know, she likes, I have nicknames for every character. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if, when she'll start to use them, but she, she is one of those people who does. We, like, we heard a few nicknames. of them, and I can't wait to have Harper and uh, Cameron in the same. Yeah. C- series because he does that as well yeah <laughs> it's gonna be like you know when you put two mirrors in front of each other it's just like bouncing back for eternity yeah really um but no definitely i was like oh, god what a way what a way to come in <laughs> Being like you can't even say your character friends names properly it's like okay so that's what i would fix I like to think, again, Harper and Cam would also both be just as exasperated with everything and everyone Mm -hmm. else. And they'd just both be in a a huffy corner, which would be quite entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, maybe, hopefully, that'll be something that we might see in the future. Probably one final thought about uh, sort of Cal's plans for the future, I think, uh, He's probably going to take a bit more of an interest again in in the endless night. I mean, he always sort of, you know, had a little bit of a grudge, <laughs> but uh, now that um, they are causing a lot more trouble, I think he's he's going to probably take a bit more interest. Whether uh, whether that will lead to any effective action or just a lot of sort of pacing and muttering in the library remains to be seen. But uh, yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's an interesting thing to wrap up on, actually. If anybody else has thoughts about, like, what is their character's priority? Mm. I I think, actually, it says something about Cal that we've just discovered there's all these sort of different dimensions and a way to get to them, but he's going to instead revisit this old grudge against people (laughs) who have slighted his ego in the past. (laughs) That's his his priority right now. (laughs) You don't think... uh... Like saving them all from certain death or worse has uh, that's that's not even now. Well, it's I mean it's not so much the sort of um, you know the the oh I can't think of the word the, the grunts you know he's, mm-hmm. he's he's not so worried about that. It's you know whoever's organising this, whoever you know whoever's sending out the, mm. the messages. I think that's a bit more of interest. Uh, I think Gwyn short term uh, goals are you know get get to know sisters, mm-hmm. see how they are. Uh, where where do they stand in the grand scheme of the Morrigan's many grand schemes? Uh, Long term, though, I guess is is still the the ongoing arc of proving to the Morrigan that humanity is worth uh, hanging about for. So you you've got the split morrigan to deal with as well yeah you, don't, you never know which aspect well maybe they'll all be back together again next time or maybe you'll be doing you know maybe you'll have the same situation of like which morrigan am i dealing with today yeah hmm. which is always delightful <laughs> <laughs> exciting being slightly on edge i don't know who i'm talking hey, to That's it's fun, fun that that there's three aspects of the morrigan and that there's three possible outcomes of a powered by the apocalypse dice roll this is true, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What a coincidence. <laughs> Keeps it spicy. Obviously, I think Jess, her priorities, uh, now that she's found her brother, I think she's going to be very much hoping to find uh, ways to bring him more back to himself. But um, personally for her, I kind of imagine that after this has happened with Kit, that she might be starting to try and find 
agency of her own, like ways that she, because Kit is the only way that she has any kind of um, supernatural powers or ability to sort of help with these situations. So I don't know whether she's going to maybe be thinking about how she can have power of her own um, and distance herself slightly from him, maybe. That'll be what's in her mind. That sets sets up some interesting places for the mm. dynamic. Potentially, yeah. Maybe. Especially because how do you do that without Kit knowing? Or if he knows, <laughs> oh. how is that going to go? You know exactly. what I mean? Because he's there all the time. So that's, mm-hmm. that's the worst case scenario for someone who's trying to break free from something. What are you doing, mate? What are you doing? Looks like you're trying to read a spell book. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you training suddenly with weapons? What's going am I, on? Am I not good enough for you anymore, mate? Oh, <laughs> you're gonna have to find like a magical capoeira situation <laughs> so basically what, what? capoeira was invented by brazilian slaves as a way to teach themselves how to fight but they disguised it as a dance so the slave owners thought they were just dancing in the fields but it's an actual martial arts so that's the origin of capoeira if that's I remember amazing that so is it's, amazing it's, it's trying to do something under somebody's nose and having them believe use their hubris against them essentially and trying to mm. sort of find a way of, of making them believe it's something that it's not that is absolutely fantastic that's pretty cool isn't I it love yeah. That. yeah how about you Marta is there a particular thread on Harper's uh, conspiracy board that she's concentrating <laughs> on she's, she's she's got to go to the shops to get more thread <laughs> oh my god um well um I think the whole revelation when she finds out because obviously I think only I was on the train, so Cal knows this, but she doesn't, that there is some force behind what's going on that might be, yeah, responsible for how people seem to forget the weird. That is very interesting to her, uh, specifically the mechanics of that, how that works, if it might be connected to actually controlling not just people's memories, but how how it actually occurs in the world. That's a big one. I mean, Cal will be doing some research into that so she can either join him or kind of like leech his research off him and and not have to do the work and beyond that yeah no I there's just so much new information I feel like she needs to she feels like she needs to sort of recoup regroup analyze which is what she always does and and she might want to have conversations with people you know like Tom or or Gwen's sisters but obviously it's not that simple you can't just go up to people and and ask them questions so sort of strategizing how she's gonna how she's gonna use the relationships and what's in the situation to get yeah the information that she wants and I think she's aware that there are more hunters that she doesn't know yet so that's also I think she's also interested in in this little group that you've got going kind of meeting everyone and, and seeing where, where everybody stands, I think. Cool. Interesting. Hopefully we'll get to see uh, all of you pursue all of those threads as we keep going. But for now, uh, all that remains to say is thank you all very much for playing. Thank, thank you, you, Matt. Thank- yeah, thanks You're so good. Thank you all for having me. Yay. <laughs> This has been Vigil, a main house production from Nearly Roll Players. It stars Natalie Winter as Gwyneth, Marta Da Silva as Harper, Ellen Gould as Jess Butterworth, and 
Chris Buxey as Calisteria's soft binding. I'm Matt Bootman and I play the supporting cast. Editing and sound design are by me, and the theme music is by Alexander Pankhurst. We were playing Monster of the Week, a role-playing game by Michael Sands, published by Evil Hat Productions. You can find Monster of the Week at genericgames.co.nz. Merely Role Players is a Foggy Outline production in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Until next time, if drama be the food of life, play on. Well, Jess, do you, I mean, Ellen, I don't even know, you know. Do it's you, fine, we're so interchangeable. <laughs> <laughs> I stay in character all the time. There you go. Oh, it's just amazing. I don't know why I've got an image of something from Bedknobs and Broomsticks in my head. <laughs> Anything <laughs> specific or well, are we know, un- under the water I don't playing know. football with fish? Uh, <laughs> animation <laughs> characters? No, you know. This is so off track, so feel free to cut this. But it's, <laughs> you know, as the as the witch, she's sending off uh, mail order spells. Oh, of course, right. And oh, she right. travels to London, having done all the spells amazingly, and finds him this like crackpot street magician that's never actually got any of them to work. That's just the image I have in my head: some old kind of fusty guy in a cupboard, it's like posting things out. He has no idea what he's doing. Do ignore me. Watch that film. <laughs> no, that that made that made perfect yeah. sense. We just didn't. We were just too slow to make the connection. It didn't get the yeah. I forgot that bit of the whole film. <laughs> True. True. Amazing. Stars. True. True. Friends. <laughs> <laughs>